Second Corinthians 2, 14. Second Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 14, someone who has it in the New King James Version, one of you can read that, and someone else who has it in NLT, you can read that, and one person who has it in NIV, you can read that as well. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 2 Corinthians 2.14 in the New King James Version. Now, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The next person, if you have NIV, if you have NIV, you can read that. And then uh, the next person you can read in NLT, different people. Thank you. Second Corinthians 2.14, NIV version. But thanks be to God, who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. Praise God. Praise God. Us. Verse 14, okay. but, but thank God he has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal procession. Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you. Praise God. Second Corinthians 2. 14, we just heard it read in three different versions. If you look at it, the, the meaning is the same. We just want to focus on a couple of things here before we go back to Moses, where God has been speaking to us from. So, New Living Translation. But thank God, he has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphant possession now he uses us to spread the knowledge of christ everywhere like a sweet perfume the spirit of god has recorded this over here we'll read this in not that he has made us his captives you know, it's a blessed thing to be a captive of god you know why because it's the the prison is love everywhere we turn is love it's like the um, mother's womb, you know, for babies. It's so special. It can't go anywhere out of there, but you know what? It's so safe and it's so happy. Uh, the fact is when it comes out, it cries, oh, why did I even come out? Because it's so cozy inside. It's a confinement, nine months to 10 months confinement inside the womb. But it's a good place, a safe place. A place where the life of the mother is given to the baby. The child draws from the mother. And there's that divine connection that God has placed between the mother and the baby. Only a mom can understand. Only a mom um, 
who's had that experience can really understand there's a very significant emotional bond that is there. In addition to the physical bond that is there, God-given bond. And that's why God says um, that as a mother comforts a child, I'll comfort you. There's nothing that can come close to um, that. The love of a mother is very unique, very, very unique. And um, that's a special gift that God has given you know, to moms who are not influenced by demons. Now, you know, people who are influenced by demons, they're no longer, you know, that human being. They become violent and ferocious and and cruel to their own children. When I went to minister at a New Jersey Teen Challenge once with Pastor Pradeep, there was one guy who lifted his shirt up and showed all the bullet wounds. You know, he had several bullets and um, wounds there. And he said, these are all for my mom who shot me. I was like shocked to see that. I was thinking like, how can how can a mother who's supposed to be a place of comfort, a child can run to the mother when the child sees the mother's face, you know that you can trust the mother. You know, that mother is a symbol of sacrifice, someone who laid down her life for the child. You know, a woman of passion when it comes to her children, like she can she can be fierce, you know, when it comes to protecting her own own child or children. How can someone like that turn into this monster? That's what Satan does. But I'm talking about normal moms. Even moms who don't know Jesus because they made an image of God and God's love is put in them. And God has made them that way anywhere in, in the world. Mom stands for sacrifice and she's a symbol of love. And strength when it comes to the family. And that mom, when she carries that child in the womb, it's a very special thing and a very special thing for the baby. The baby doesn't know much. The mom knows how to protect the child. Wherever she goes, she makes sure that stomach is not touching anything, doesn't get hit anywhere. And she's very careful to protect the child. She's so protective of the child. And the baby's inside. The baby doesn't know much, but the baby is in the womb. Comfortable, getting the food, happily sucking its thumb. You see that in the ultrasound. And then kicking over there, you see the mom feel it. The dad feels it. And if you have the little ones in the house, they all feel it. They all know when the whole tummy moves, the baby's all excited. When the mom eats something special, the baby likes, the baby gets all happy. You know, when the baby hears some music, the baby likes it and the baby gets happy. And you see that the baby is comfortable in there. But it's a special place of special protection that God has made for a duration of time. Then there comes a point where the child is not able to move. It's like this folded. It can't move. It became big. It can't move. There's no room over there. And it becomes too cramped for it to be on the inside. But still, it it needs that placenta needs to be attached so that can keep getting the food, keep getting the food, keep getting the food until it can survive outside. We're like that. God has placed us in Jesus Christ. Captives, captives of love. Such love within Christ, in the body of Jesus Christ. We're there, well protected, well nourished, Nobody can feed us like Jesus. 
we draw from the strength of God, we draw from the life of Christ, and it just goes right into us, just like the baby takes from the placenta. It doesn't even realize that it's coming from the placenta. It doesn't even realize the mom is taking care of what she's eating. The mom is taking care of the baby emotionally and in every way. It's so important to know that the mother takes thought. She takes good care of herself. And a lot of times she eats with the baby in mind. I had to eat for myself and for the child. The sacrifice that she makes. At certain times she can be in pain. She won't take the medicine because it's not good for the child. We look at Jesus, ultimate sacrifice, far greater than any mother, far greater than any father. And fathers make a lot of sacrifices too. Different way, different role. But today we're just focusing on this as God brought this up. I didn't think it and I didn't write it down, but the Holy Spirit is bringing this to us. So we're going to focus on that. Captives of love. We God puts us within Jesus Christ. We are inside his bond of love, inside his protection. And as long as we're in him, John 15 says, the branches are connected to the vine and it draws from the vine. Just like the baby is connected to the mom through the placenta. And he or she lives within that womb. As long as we're in this world, when we're in Jesus, we are connected to him and we receive his strength. We receive his power. We receive his peace. We receive his protection. Everything that we need is given by God to us. And we are inside him, captives of his love, captives of his power. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful captivity. Praise God. We become his own We become his own. Praise God. We become his own. Like how when we look at our children, we say, you're mine. You're mine. You look at this person and we say, you're mine. And it's a good, healthy, mine kind of possessive nature that God has given. That this belongs to me. He belongs to me. She belongs to me. These are mine. These are mine. Only mine. Just like that for Jesus, you are his. Only his only his and it's a beautiful captivity thanks be to god because of god because of what jesus did on the cross we're inside that love of god that love confinement good confinement and what happens to those who are there where he leads us he leads us where? Into Christ's triumphant procession. It's like when the mom walks around, the baby in the tummy goes with the mommy wherever mommy goes. She's leading. The child is inside, going wherever the mommy goes. We need to be like that. Wherever Jesus goes, we go when we are connected with him. We cannot be disconnected. Anytime the child is attached from the placenta, it's not a good thing. Let's understand that when we become independent and detach ourselves from the vine, the branch dies, will die spiritually. So we need that fuel, that power, the life, the life force from God Almighty to go straight into us on a continual basis to keep us from all the attacks of the enemy. 
well insulated and kept in the womb. How much thought our father gave when he created beautifully the body of Eve. To be able to house babies, not one. Every time the baby comes, the body is able to keep that, handle that, and to bring forth that life, carry that life, give life. Our God is much more than that. For every single person who is born into the kingdom of God, they're infused in the body of Jesus Christ, where we're held as captives, safe. We can't go outside. How many of you think that babies in the tummy will say, well, I want to see how it is outside. Let me just pop out a little bit like a little kangaroo from the mommy's pouch. No, it doesn't happen. Why? Because it's not safe out there. It's not safe out there. Until we get to heaven. Well, we can come out at that time. When we will be like him. We have to be in that safety zone that God has placed us. And inside, there's nourishment. Inside, there's victory. Inside, there's power. Inside, there's God's usefulness that's within us. The way we grow from faith to faith, week after week, day after day, month after month. We grow from faith to faith, from strength to strength. There's this forward momentum. There's this growth that is taking place every single day. As we are inside Christ. Thanks be to God who always, I want you to highlight the word always. It's not once in a while, sometimes, often. No, always, always. How does God lead us? We who are inside him, inside that love prison, inside that love womb of God, inside his body, Jesus Christ, inside his territory. He leads us into triumphant victory, triumphant procession, victorious procession. That means he is a king. He is marching forward and he is going forward and we are with him wherever he goes. He carries us and we go with him wherever he goes. As the tree and the branch are together, they exist together wherever they are. We cannot separate ourselves and we should not separate ourselves from Jesus Christ. We have to be in him so that we can receive everything that Christ has for us and become everything that Christ wants us to be. So there won't be any miscarriages if we're attached to him, if his life is flowing inside of us. We will not be detached. We will not die. We will live. If we don't separate ourselves from that life force, Jesus Christ. Praise be to God. And what happens? He leads us in this triumphant procession. He's the one who's leading us. So wherever he's leading us, be it the wilderness, Jesus is leading us. Be it the valley, Jesus is leading us. Be it the fiery furnace, Jesus is leading us. So we need to have this in mind. On the first day of the fasting and prayer, I brought this scripture through to you through the spirit of God. To have this as a foundation, Romans 8.28, all things work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purposes. Everything. So when we have that as a foundational scripture, no matter what happens, we know that this is working out for something good and for God's glory. It's not going to cause loss for me. It's going to cause gain. 
there's going to cause gain. There's going to cause gain. So every adverse situation you'll be able to see with a different viewpoint in a different light that this is for my good. This is for my good. This is for my, even if it is something painful, we'll say this is for my good because we know who's leading us. Jesus Christ himself is leading us through whichever path it may be. It is a triumphant path with a triumphant, victorious king who is going before us. Can God be defeated? No. He's leading us in that triumphal procession. When he's leading us into this triumphant procession, what happens? We cannot be defeated. There's no loss for us. We cannot lose. And so what happens when he leads us and he takes us through different paths? He uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. You see the end result? Always remember, whatever God does, he does it with a purpose. So there's an end product that is there. There's this goal, this objective, God's objective, God's purpose, whatever God has, it's right in front of him. According to that goal, he leads us. Anytime you want to go anywhere, you will have a thing called destination. Destination. You will have a destination. If you aimlessly sit and say, well, let me see where this car is going to take me to. (laughs) It'll be a disaster. But if you know where you're going and you're prepared for it, you see the wise virgins and the foolish virgins. The wise virgins had a goal and the goal was to be where they needed to be, which was in that wedding party. They said that we are going to be prepared. Because they had that goal, they were prepared. The foolish virgins had the invitation, they had the desire, but they didn't have a goal. And they were not prepared. We need to be understanding that God leads us with a specific goal. As we saw yesterday, you have a unique path. God has a very special call. Whether you're a man or a woman, a child, you have to understand, you have a very unique path. God has called us for something far greater. God has called us to be sons and daughters. God has called us to be husbands and wives. God has called us to be mothers and fathers. It's very, very important. But that's not the only thing. Each person, as a man or a woman, you're called for something far greater. The capacity that God has put inside of you and he will add to you will exceed what others who don't have Christ have. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. He leads us into triumph and procession through Jesus. For what? So that the fragrance of Christ, that means to what extent that he has the pleasant aroma. That aroma will be on us. So wherever we go, We spread that fragrance. The people will know. Oh, somebody is here. And that somebody smells really sweet. That somebody really smells powerful. There's something different. And you know what? It attracts them. You know, like how bees are attracted to the nectar and the flowers. You won't see it go and sit on plastic flowers. It goes to really fragrant flowers. It has really good nectar that it can collect. That's how you have beehives full of 
good, honey. May God help us to understand. When Jesus is in our lives, and when we are in him, we're in that beautiful confinement, good confinement, where God places us not only to protect us, but to lead us into that triumphant victory, where wherever we go, we will carry the fragrance of Jesus. You know, this is very real. People who don't have the Lord, who have demonic spirits, they will carry the fragrance of death. Wherever they go, they'll cause problems. Wherever they go, things will go wrong. Wherever they go, they can get another person into immorality or into depression or into cursing or into, you see all the negative things. People who don't smoke, they'll join with people who smoke and that's it. People who don't drink, they join with people who drink and that's it. What happens? The smell of death went on the other person. All of a sudden they smell death also. They begin to carry the fragrance of death. But we who are connected with Jesus Christ, who are one with him and within his body, when we are in him and he is in us and he takes us through a path, no matter how difficult it may be, remember, you will have a distinct fragrance. And it's called the fragrance of Jesus. Distinct fragrance. A very unique fragrance in the midst of everything. There'll be the distinct fragrance that'll draw people to the one who's leading you into the triumphant procession. May God speak to our hearts at this hour. Don't get discouraged. Don't be discouraged at what is happening in your life. Don't look at things in a negative way. See that this thing will be used by God for my good and for his glory. That my life will become a sweet aroma, sweet aroma to Jesus. For what? To spread his knowledge. How many places? Small places? Little places? No, everywhere. It means everywhere we go. You know why? Because we ourselves become that fragrance of Jesus. So everywhere we go, you don't have to take, you know, a perfume bottle and say, let me spray, let me spray. No, you yourself become that fragrance. Wherever you go, the fragrance of Christ will just spread through you because of what you went through. Because of Christ who led you through that triumphant procession and you are in him. Everywhere you go, somebody who comes in contact with that fragrance will experience that sweetness and the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's New Living Translation. Let's read New International Version. But thanks be to God who always leads us. Again, the word always, underline that, circle that. Always, that means any situation, in every situation, through every fiery trial, through Jesus, I will overcome. Through Jesus, I will overcome. As he overcame, I will overcome. As he overcame, I will overcome. Why? Because he's the one who's leading me into that triumphant procession. And I'm in him. We're not striving to apprehend or to catch or to attain something that is so hard that we're trying to reach. And how many times people try to reach? It's like little kids. They look at the shelf and they say, oh, 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 I can't reach. 
Then you come, mommy or daddy, they come and pick them up and then the little hand gets what it wants again. We have Jesus and he leads us. He carries us. And he says, I will give you the legs that you need to have to go on high places. I will give you the strength that you need to stand on higher ground. This is who our God is. Because we're in him. He leads us. If he leads us on the mountain area, then we are going with him. We're not going apart from him. We're not detached and saying that, oh, he's going, oh, wait, Lord, wait, Lord, don't go so fast, wait, Lord, no. You're in him. When you're in him, when he's going, you're going with him, traveling with him, like a mommy with a baby inside. She goes and the child goes with her. When Jesus goes, if you're hidden in him, you're in him. Wherever he goes, he goes, he leads you. He wins, you win. Whatever he gets, you get. And his fragrance is in you. And because of him, wherever you go, you carry Christ, you see. And so wherever you go, the fragrance of the Lord Jesus Christ is everywhere. Whatever you touch, prosperous. Whatever you do, prosperous. In your family, at your workplace, with your relatives, with your friends. Whatever you speak, it's sweetness, it's a fragrance, there's something different. It happens to all those who are in him. Spend time with him. Don't detach yourself from him. Not for a moment. Don't give yourself to the things of this world. When you do that, you detach yourself from the pleasant I Don't want to do that. Not a minute. Not a minute. Not a minute. We want to be people who receive that oxygen, food, the nourishment from God on a continual basis. And everywhere we go, we will win all the time. There's no defeat to those who walk in the path of the cross. Every time, every time, every time, every single time, you're the winner. Jesus Christ, the winner. He takes us wherever we need to go. Wherever we need to be, that fragrance, he takes us. So wherever path it is, whatever path it is, and wherever we go, whether it's the mountain, we'll carry the smell of God, which is a smell of life. The fragrance of the Lord Jesus Christ is a fragrance of life. The fragrance of the Lord Jesus Christ will bring life to all those who are around us, as opposed to those who carry death. And through Jesus Christ taking us in this triumphant procession, we spread the knowledge of him everywhere. That's looking at us and they're saying, How's this different? How's this person all of a sudden able to impart life? How's this person all of a sudden able to transform this person's life? It's because of this life-giving force that is flowing inside of me. It's not from myself, but it's coming from someone. It's greater than me. I'm inside of him. And I'm getting this. Because of that, I'm having this fragrance. Because of that, people are able to see him. They know that this is from him. This can be given to them too. And they too can become that fragrance. Imagine how this world will become if everybody have, everybody in this world, they all have that aroma of Christ because they're hidden in him. This world will have peace and no war. But in reality, Satan has many people in his grip. And there's this fragrance of death everywhere. Addiction and abuse and trauma disobedience and anger and wrath and unfaithfulness and all kinds of things happening everywhere. Self-centeredness, jealousy, murder. But 
you can become someone who can diffuse that smell of death. You can be someone who can quench that fire, strange fire, be the rain that comes from heaven. You can be someone whose force is greater than the force of the prince of the air. Darkness. To diffuse the fragrance of death, the smell of death, through the fragrance of Christ that God has placed inside of you. Let's read the New Living Translation, and I'm going to read the New King James, and then we're going to go to Exodus 3 for a few minutes, and then we will conclude for tonight. But thanks be to God, who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession, and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. The words always and everywhere are very important in the scripture. Always you win. Everywhere you go, you bring change. You bring life. You become like this source of life. Someone who's struggling to breathe and they have no oxygen. And all of a sudden you go inside like that oxygen. They can get that fresh air. They can breathe. And they were suffocating all this time. Satan is suffocating people and trying to kill them for good. But when you enter into those places, you can become that fresh air, the oxygen, so that they can live. You want people to live too much death everywhere. We want to see people live. We want to see our family live. We want to see our friends live. We want to see our co-workers live. We want to see even our enemies live. We want to see those Whomever God can change and bring. We want to see everyone live. We don't want to see anyone die. God doesn't want to see anyone die. He looks at Israel and he says, Why would you die, O Israel? Why? It's not God's will. He says, No matter where you are, just turn around. Just turn to God and give yourself over to the Lord and say, Lord, I will do what you say. I want to be that captive of love. I want to be in your protection. I want to be within you. I want to be led by you in that victorious journey. As opposed to wandering, not knowing where you're going. Thanks be to God. Who always causes us to triumph through Christ Jesus. And let's read the new international version. And uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. So everywhere you go, always victory. Everywhere you go, the fragrance of Christ, the aroma of Christ is a distinct aroma, which is called life, which is called joy, which is called peace. The fruit of the spirit, wherever you go, all of a sudden there's life. All of a sudden there's joy. When you enter a place, people should have joy. When you go somewhere, peace should come in. When you go somewhere, light should come in. When Jesus goes there, that's what happens. When you go somewhere, the fragrance of death is removed, replaced by the perfume of Jesus Christ. When you are in him, you don't have to advertise. People can smell, see, they can feel. The power of God instead of you. Praise be to God. I'm going to read 
New King James Version, and then we're going to switch. Now, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. And through us, diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. You want to be that diffuser? Overtaking the fragrance of death? Overpowering the powers of darkness? Abide in him. Let his words abide in you. Without you even knowing, people around you will smell that fragrance. People around you will see that difference. People around you will experience that power. Change is a change that takes place because of Christ who's in you. You know, that can, you know, that has this air freshener is only useful as long as whatever is inside is still there. Once you try to spray and everything is gone, it goes in the trash can. That's how we are. It's because of Christ who is in us. We become the fragrance of Christ. If Jesus is not in us, we become useless because he's the one who gives us that fragrance. And it's so important for us to be connected to him. It's so important for us to be in him. It's so important for us to be found in him. Where he can lead us into the triumphant, victorious path that he has marked out for you specially, separately, me separately, for your spouse separately, for every single person. God is a very unique track, very unique track. Your husband and wife both have a unique track which you run together. You run together. And you accomplish things together as a power team. You become a power team. You're a believer. Your husband's a believer. The wife is a believer. Together you become one. Nobody in this world can be one like the husband and wife. I tell this again and again and again. Next to God, your priority is your wife. Next to God, your priority is your husband. When you're one, when you understand that, that this is why Satan tries to come to cause division and cause misunderstandings and problems, you just, both of you together, drive the devil out. And you become a very effective, powerful power team. The Bible says one will chase a thousand and two will chase ten thousand. Look at that multiplication. It's not one will chase a thousand and two, two thousand. No, ten thousand. That's how powerful it is. When the husband and wife join together and pray. If you're not married, don't say, oh, well, I don't have a husband or I don't have a wife. And, and now I don't have enough power. Don't think that way. He who is joined with the Lord is one spirit with him. Be one with God and God will do significant things. And when it's God's time and when God brings whomever God has for you, that time, an increase will happen. Let's just read this. I want to read King James because that's something that I've memorized a long time ago. So we're going to read this and we will go to... Exodus 3. Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ, and make it the manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. He leads us into triumphant victory. King James says, he causes us to triumph. He makes us to triumph. He's leading us and he's making us into victors, into people of fragrance, God's fragrant people. Wherever we go, we have the distinct 
flavor. We have a distinct smell. We have a distinct perfume. We have a distinct sweetness. Jesus said, this is how people will know that you're my disciple. How? They love for one another. When they see their love, when they see God's love, love is power. Understand this. If you can perfectly love, you'll have God's power working in you. God's power will work in you because there's nothing blocking you from God. So it's important to look at things that come to hinder and push those things away. Now let's go to Exodus chapter 3, a few minutes, and see what God has for us. I'm going to begin from verse 1 and see where God will lead us from here. Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 onwards. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a burning bush. So he looked and behold, a bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. Now, if you did not hear the message, or if you heard it before, I encourage you to go and hear it again. So it'll be a blessing for you. You can listen to many of the points that you might have missed. And God can use those things in your life. It's a very powerful um, message that God has given. And... Uh, I don't want to let go of it. I really want to see this come in print form, which God has put in my heart. I don't know when, but it will. This fasting prayer. And so just go back and hear it and prayerfully see, Lord, how can I become that which you want me to be, which is a blessing in my confinement and turning the confinement into a platform for elevation, where in my elevation I become a greater blessing to God Almighty and to his people, and to even people who don't know him. You become that fragrance of Christ. Fragrance in your confinement, and fragrance to even more number of people, because wherever you go, through Christ leading you to that triumphant procession, what happens? Wherever you go. So if it's a prison to a few people, you're a fragrance, a powerful fragrance. If God takes you and puts you in a place where he puts you before millions of people, guess what? All those people get to experience that sweet aroma, that fragrance of Christ inside of you. You become a diffuser. It'll diffuse all the negative, dark smell of death. People will experience Jesus Christ. By you being in their midst. It's Christ's sweet, fragrant, powerful aroma. Praise God. God's aroma is not just, okay, it's very sweet and I like it. No, it is power. Sweetness and power. This is very important. You see, you know, carbon monoxide really don't smell anything, but it can kill you. It's death. There are certain smells that can be very distinct 
very strong, and it can kill people. The smell of God is more powerful. The power of Christ, it's sweet, glorious, powerful. Powerful to diffuse the smell of death. More powerful than any spray you can spray. The regular sprays will just mask things. But God's fragrance will actually destroy the fragrance of death. He'll destroy the works of darkness. All of a sudden, it'll bring life to them. So it gives life and it destroys death. It destroys death. It gives life. It gives life by destroying death. You know, it's very powerful. So it's not that you just become a sweet, loving person. And that's it. That's it. That's a big thing. That can touch many people. But it's more than that. That sweetness and that fragrance of God contains power. Power to destroy the powers of darkness. Power to bring life to people. Power to bring families together. Power to heal the sick. Power to cleanse the lepers. Power to open blind eyes. Power to deliver people from captivity. Where they've been held captives of death. God says, I want to release them and bring them, make them as my captives of love. God is good. God is good. God is speaking to us today. Just understand this. God calls us. He calls us for something far greater. Out of darkness into life. You know, before Jesus came and set us free, we were all like Lazarus inside the tomb. Confined in that dark place, miserable day and night inside the tomb. Jesus came and he set us free. He called us by our name and we responded and we came to him. Now where we are him, we're inside his confinement, beautiful confinement, not in some tomb, but we're in him. We're either in Satan's prison or we are prisoner of God's love, victorious prison, a fragrant life that comes from Christ who leads us in a victorious procession. Praise be to God. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, verse 4, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, here I am. Then he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face for he was afraid to look upon God. God is introducing himself to Moses. You know what he's introducing himself as? He said, I'm the God of Abraham. Look at Abraham, what I did for Abraham. Look how I transformed his life and made him into a hero forever. Look what I did for Isaac, how I transformed his life. God removed the barrenness from Isaac's marriage. And God blessed Isaac with Jacob. Look what I did for Isaac. How Isaac prospered. He became more prosperous. And he became even more prosperous. And his enemies hated him. But you know what? Finally they said, we can't do anything to stop this guy from prospering. Let's just make peace with him and let's go. That's how God will bless you. 
I bless you to the extent that no one can stop you from prospering. Triumphant procession. The fragrance of Christ inside you will show to others the God who prospers you. Isaac felt opposition. Abraham experienced opposition. It doesn't mean that we won't face any trouble. No, it's not Christian walk. In this world, we will have trouble. We will have tribulation. We will have the enemy raging, coming against us. But you know what? We have the victory. All the time, we have the victory. All the time, he leads us into triumphant victory. Because of the path that he's leading us through, because of that, because of that, we become fragrant instruments in the hands of God. So whatever you're going through in your confinement, remember this, it'll cause you to become that fragrant instrument in the hands of the living God. Very, very potent, powerful, pleasant. Potent, powerful, and pleasant aroma that will diffuse anything that comes from hell. That's how much power you can have if you choose to stay within that confinement, that royal confinement of God's love. If you say, I'm not going to get past this. I'm not going to stray away from this. I will stay within the love of God. I'll experience his love. I will soak in that love. And then everywhere I go, it's going to diffuse hate. It's going to diffuse death. It's going to diffuse bitterness. It's going to diffuse sickness. It's going to diffuse whatever is against the plan of God and the lives of others. God will use you to overturn the works of darkness and the lives of people. That's what happened to Moses. God is introducing himself to Moses, the God of Abraham. Look what I did through Abraham. Abraham became a fragrance to God. Even to this day, when you read Abraham's story and his life and the life of Abraham in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, he imparts faith. It causes us to live for God like how he did. A fragrance to God because of the Lord working in him. God is introducing himself as the God of Isaac. He's saying, look, Moses, I'm the God of Isaac. What I did for Isaac, I can do that for you. I can change your life, Moses. And I can make you that, make you into that fragrance. To the path I'm going to lead you. And God introduced himself as the God of Jacob. Moses, look. I'm the God of Jacob. How Jacob turned into Israel. I'm the God of Jacob, Moses. And look what I'm going to do for you. What I did for Jacob, I can do for you. God is speaking to you the same thing today. Abraham's confinement of childlessness became a platform for his elevation. From being a man with no child, he became a father of many nations. And he became the father of the people of God. His confinement became a platform for elevation. Isaac. Isaac's confinement became a platform for his elevation. Isaac was not able to have children. Isaac and Rebecca, they were not able to have children, just like their father and mother. His father and mother, I should say, Isaac's. But God turned that confinement into a platform for elevation. 
but from him came Jacob. From him came the plan of God. For him came Israel from him. From Jacob came Israel. Joseph. And from Joseph and the rest of the tribes of Israel came all the people of Israel. And Moses was one of them. See what God did through Abraham. Through that one man who said, I'm going to be confined within that love of God. And I'm going to have faith in this God. I'm not going to cross the boundary that God has placed for me. I'm going to believe, even though if I don't see, even though when I can't see, I will still believe in this God. And that's what Abraham did. And what happened? Because of his faith in God, because of his obedience to God, his confinement became a platform for elevation. Abraham became Father Abraham. Praise God. Praise God. God is proud to call himself as the God of Abraham. How about you? You want to be that way? God just say, I am the God of your name. To your children, what I did for you, I'll do for you too. God should be able to tell your grandchildren and their generation, I am the God of whoever, whatever your name is. What I did for her or for him, I'll do it for you too. God should be able to tell to many other people, whatever you are going through, God is able to change that into a platform of elevation. Where through you, the fragrance of Christ be spread everywhere you go. And even beyond our life on earth, it will keep spreading, keep spreading, keep spreading, keep spreading. Because of what we've done on earth and how we chose to be in him. Our usefulness will never run out. We'll be like the oil that kept on coming and coming and coming and coming and coming. Even after we're far gone, even after we're long gone, I should say. The fragrance of Christ will continue to be poured out of us into all those who will come in contact with anything that is from us. Like Elisha, after he died, when a dead man was thrown into his grave and it touched his bones, he got up. That's how powerful it is, even after we're gone. Anybody who comes in contact with the fragrance of Christ, death will leave. Death will leave. Death has to leave. But if you want to live that kind of a life of power and a life of fragrance to God, you need to be willing to be within the confinement of Jesus Christ, within his body. Be connected to him. Not play part-time Christian, but be really saying, Lord, I will be with you in you, whatever you say, that's what I'll do because I want to be that fragrance for you. And wherever you go, whichever path God will take you through, God will not be ashamed to be called as your God. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. You know how many times God has said this in the Bible? I'm the God of Abraham, I'm the God of Isaac, and I'm the God of Jacob. 
see what a privilege that is. How Abraham would feel every time God says Abraham's name. I am Abraham's God. I am Jacob's God. I am the God of Isaac. Every time he says that. Oh my God. It'll just sound echo through heaven. What? The name of Abraham. You can't get a bigger name than that. You can't get a bigger position than that. And God takes the name of a person upon his lips and he says it out. It just echoes through all eternity. It's a blessing to generations. Many generations, generation upon generation. People strive to earn a name to get a plaque here. To get a certificate there. Shall I burn away? But look at Abraham. When God told him, Abraham, I'll be your exceeding great reward. He meant it. And he said it. And for Abraham, God is his exceeding great reward. The name that God utters with his mouth. During important times. To build faith in the lives of people. He says, I am the God of Abraham. You know what? God did that for Moses. God took Moses' name in his mouth. Because Moses walked in the footsteps of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When God called Moses, Moses, come on. The God led Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'll be with you. And I will do the same thing for you. Your confinement will be turned into a platform of elevation. And guess what? After Moses was gone, God looked at Joshua and he said, as I was with Moses, I'll be with you. What a huge thing that is. In addition to many times God saying, my servant Moses, my servant Moses. And even Jesus talked about Moses. What an honor. What an honor. To earn that name, reputation from God. That should be our aim. To be the fragrance of Christ. Not only to the people here. But our fragrance should just go to heaven as a sweet smelling aroma. That our name should just fill the atmosphere of heaven with its sweetness. That God be proud to utter it upon his lips. The God of Abraham. The God of Isaac. And the God of Jacob who turned their confinement into platforms of elevation so that the fragrance of God may spread through them everywhere and it does to this day and to all eternity in heaven and on earth. And the very God who did for Moses, as we saw in the scripture, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Oh, what a privilege. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God who leads us into this triumphal procession because of this, because of him. We become sweet aromas, diffusers of death, people who bring power from heaven down to earth, joy and peace. When Jesus was born, I want to finish with this. The angels said, joy to the world. They said, Peace on earth 
goodwill towards men. Wherever we go, the fragrance of Jesus Christ will bring peace. The fragrance of Jesus Christ will bring life. That means it will diffuse death. It will diffuse hate. It will diffuse immorality. It will diffuse anger or whatever it is. Manifestation of the works of the flesh, which is the devil. The Spirit of God through us can make us into powerhouses for God. More powerful than any little fire hydrant that you see that is so useful when a fire happens. God can use you like the rain that comes from heaven that can dampen forest fires. Forest fires, wildfires can cause a lot of damage. Do you know what? It cannot stand before the rain that can come from heaven and just quench it. It's how powerful you can become when you give yourself over to God to become the captive of his love and of his power. But through him, you can do great and mighty things for the almighty God who turns our confinement into platforms of elevation so that through us, multitudes can be saved, healed, and delivered. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. 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 Thank you, Jesus. 